Hello and welcome to What the F*** Just Happened Today, your essential guide to the daily shock and awe in national politics. I'm Joe Anditas. Let's get to it. It's Wednesday, January 17th, 2024. Welcome to Day 1093. A judge in Maine delayed ruling on whether Trump's name can appear on the state primary ballot, saying the Supreme Court needs to issue a decision on a similar case in Colorado first. Earlier this year, the Maine Secretary of State removed Trump from the ballot based on the Constitution's insurrectionist ban in the 14th Amendment. The ruling sends the case back to Maine's Secretary of State, ordering her to modify, withdraw, or confirm her ruling after the Supreme Court rules on the Colorado case. Oral arguments in the Colorado case are scheduled for February 8th. For now, Trump's name is still on the ballot for the Maine Republican primary set for March 5th, which is also Super Tuesday. Meanwhile, a federal judge threatened to throw Trump out of the courtroom for making disruptive comments while E. Jean Carroll testified at his defamation trial. After an initial warning from Judge Lewis Kaplan, Carroll's lawyers complained for a second time that Trump could still be heard loudly saying things that are false, including it is a witch hunt and it really is a con job, while Carroll was testifying. The judge warned Trump that while he has the right to be present here, that right can be forfeited and it can be forfeited if he is disruptive, adding, I hope I don't have to consider excluding you from the trial. Trump then threw his hands up and fired back at the judge, saying, I would love it, I would love it. During the exchange, Carol was testifying about how Trump's attacks on her credibility after she publicly accused him of a sexual assault led to threats of violence from his supporters that made her fear for her safety. A jury in a separate civil case last year found Trump sexually abused and defamed Carol, and he owed her $5 million in damages. This latest trial focuses on whether Trump owes Carol additional damages for separate comments that he made about her. Moving on, the Supreme Court's conservative majority seemed inclined to overturn or limit a 40-year-old precedent giving federal agencies wide latitude to interpret unclear laws. The justices heard two cases concerning the so-called Chevron deference, which requires federal judges to defer to federal agencies when they offer a reasonable interpretation of an ambiguous statute. The 1984 decision was intended to stop judges from substituting their own interpretations of statutes for the expertise of agencies. During three and a half hours of oral arguments, the conservative majority generally signaled skepticism toward the Chevron deference, though it was unclear whether the court had the votes to overturn the ruling. The court could also take a different, the court could also take a different approach and place limits on when lower court judges can defer to agencies without overturning Chevron. And finally, the Biden administration put the Houthi militant group that has been attacking merchant and commercial vessels in the Red Sea back on a global terrorism list. The specially designated global terrorists designation triggers an asset freeze and blocks the group's access to global financial systems. After taking office, Biden removed the Trump administration's designation of the Houthi group as terrorists, arguing that it hampered humanitarian assistance to people in Yemen. That's all for now. You can find the links and sources for all of these stories on the main website. And as always, visit whatthefuckjusthappentoday.com for the latest news and headlines. Until next time, I'm Joe Anditas.